Welcome to a special episode of the Gene Hales podcast produced with the Melbourne Vaccine Education Centre. Here's your host, Janet Mishelmore. Gene Hales considers nurse educators to be the real heroes of public health communication. They see what's happening on the ground level and they turn complex jargon into simple advice. Today, we're delighted to be joined by Francesca, an education nurse coordinator for the Melbourne Vaccine Education Centre. She will be talking to us about the COVID-19 vaccines, and we wanted to hear some practical tips for where pregnant women go for advice, how to talk to your kids about COVID, and what to do if you're scared of needles. I do hope you enjoy my interview with Francesca. Francesca, thank you so much for joining us today. Literally thousands of women have contacted Jean Hales about the vaccine. And if there's one common sentiment that unites their concerns, it's fear and uncertainty. They're scared they will get something wrong and hurt their unborn or newborn child. They're scared of needles, and I could be in that category. They're scared for their kids, and they're scared about getting sick. If we could get one thing out of today's conversation, it would be this. How do we make women feel safe? The vast majority of women who have contacted us are pregnant, breastfeeding, or want to be pregnant, and they're confused about who they should be listening to. Can you tell us where they should go for the best information? This is completely understandable. If you're pregnant or planning pregnancy, front of mind for you is going to be wanting to protect your unborn baby. So I completely understand this. Same if you're breastfeeding and you know that what you're putting into your body can go through your milk to the baby. And there is a lot of noise out there. So I think it's really important to make sure women are listening to people and organizations that provide evidence-based information. As a first point of call, I would encourage women to have conversations with their GP or their obstetrician. And there are other helpful resources that the Department of Health have produced, like the Shared Decision-Making Guide for Women Who Are Pregnant, Breastfeeding or Planning Pregnancy, which we have linked on our website on our Maternal Vaccination in Pregnancy page. The Raising Children Network is another good place to go, and we've helped um, work on a reference page about COVID vaccination in pregnant women and breastfeeding women as well. I've got a medical question for you now. Can you explain what happens to a pregnant woman when she gets the vaccine? And then secondly, what happens to the baby? So if we're exposed to a virus or a bacteria, which is also known as a pathogen, our body mounts an immune response and creates something called antibodies. The aim of vaccination is to give you a little bit of the virus or bacteria so that your body produces those antibodies. And if in the future you're exposed to that virus or bacteria, then your body mounts an immune response without you getting sick. So you may not get the disease at all, or you may just get a really mild form of it. Francesca, are pregnant women more at risk of severe illness? Yes, they are. There are changes in your immune system and your heart and lung function when you're pregnant, which is why um, some vaccines are recommended in pregnancy because you are more susceptible to severe disease. So things like the flu vaccine, 
and COVID vaccines are recommended in pregnancy due to the mother being at more risk of severe disease. So if you were to catch the flu or, or COVID when you're pregnant, you're more likely to get sicker than you would had you have not been pregnant. So it's really important to protect the mother, not only from severe disease, but also to provide some protection to the baby as well. So antibodies from vaccines that the mother receives in pregnancy cross, pass across the placenta and provide the unborn baby with what's known as passive protection. As babies don't receive their first whooping cough vaccine, for example, until they're six weeks of age and they're not fully protected until six months of age, this is why it's recommended that pregnant women have a whooping cough vaccine because babies are more vulnerable and the most susceptible to severe whooping cough in a time when they're not able to get that protection themselves. Flu vaccines, babies can't get until they're six months of age. So if a mother gets a flu vaccine in pregnancy, it not only protects her against severe disease, but it provides protection to the baby. And studies are showing that there are antibodies being found from COVID vaccination in cord blood when babies are born whose mothers have received a COVID vaccination when they're pregnant. So we're waiting for more information on that to see how much protection that affords. We can say that pregnant women are at risk of severe disease if they're infected with COVID-19, which is why COVID-19 vaccination is recommended in pregnancy. And we have a great deal of data now that demonstrates that COVID-19 vaccination in pregnancy is safe and doesn't cause any harm to the unborn baby. I think that's a really reassuring point for all women and their families out there about the safety and the data you've already got in. Yes, definitely. You want to know that it's safe and there's a lot of data that supports that now. When women are pregnant, when is the best time to have the COVID vaccine? COVID-19 vaccines are safe and recommended at any stage of pregnancy. So if you are pregnant and you're considering getting vaccinated, you don't need to wait for any specific time point. You should just go ahead and get it done. What we are hearing is that some women who are perhaps six months pregnant or in their final trimester are thinking that the best thing for them to do would be to wait until they've given birth. And we would strongly discourage against this. A really decent proportion of the women that are currently admitted to hospital with COVID-19 in Melbourne at the moment are pregnant, which just emphasises the point that you are at a greater risk of severe disease of COVID when you're pregnant. So we would say, don't wait, go ahead and get vaccinated as soon as you can. We're moving into the time when young kids will start getting vaccinations. As a parent, guardian or teacher, how do you talk to kids about COVID without terrifying them? Do you have any hot tips? I'm sure you do. I do. I'm a mum. I'm honest with my kids. And when it comes time for them to be vaccinated, I'll be honest with them about that too. I don't tell them that it won't hurt because it does sting a little bit. So I think being upfront and honest is really important. But just emphasising that a vaccine is a medicine that's going to protect you from getting really sick. So I think emphasising the positive when talking to kids is really important. And this is a way that we can protect ourselves and protect our loved ones. And us getting vaccinated at the moment protects the little people in our lives that aren't eligible for vaccines yet. So I think that's really important, just being positive, talking about the safety of it, why we're doing it, that it's protective and just being honest. In the early days of the vaccine program, we received so many calls from patients who are genuinely scared of needles. How common is this fear of needles? 
It's definitely common and we see it in kids and adults. And there are things that you can do as a parent or a guardian to make the process more smooth for kids, for example. So some of the things I would recommend is dressing for vaccination. So if your kid comes in with lots of layers on and a jacket and a jumper, it's quite a rigmarole to get them undressed just to get the vaccine near their arms. So just things like coming in with an easily accessible upper arm in a t-shirt, for example, can be really helpful in not prolonging the process. I think distraction techniques are really important and you just go with what's age appropriate. So if it was a child, I'd perhaps get them to watch their iPad or if it was a little kid, you would blow bubbles. So this isn't really relevant to COVID vaccination, but more needle phobia in general. And I'll often tell patients a joke if I'm about to vaccinate them or ask them to wiggle their toes and they start wiggling their toes and they think, why am I doing this? And the vaccine's already done. And then there are other things you can do, like if, um, if for adults who are really genuinely scared of needles and have a real needle phobia that goes beyond being a bit anxious or a bit scared, which is really normal, things like not going to a large vaccination centre where it's noisy and crowded, that kind of thing is just going to make the fear worse. So I would call ahead, go with a smaller provider like your local GP, call ahead, make sure they know and they're prepared and they can have everything ready earlier. You don't want the person to sit there watching the vaccine being prepared because that's just going to make them more scared. So there are things like that that I think are really helpful. So there's a lot of strategies and we've got a needle phobia page on the MVEC website that goes into a lot more detail with these kinds of things. It's really good to try and exhaust all of these avenues before going a more formal route. But there are other options for children who you've tried all these things and they don't work. You can progress to getting a referral to be immunised under sedation. I wish I'd known all these tips when my kids were getting vaccinated because I was anxious, but I didn't have the wriggle your toes. Fantastic. I might do that myself. I say to almost every adult I immunise, <laughs> then they just, just, it just distracts them. <laughs> it's such a great tip. Thank you so much. I've loved this conversation with Francesca. She's made all this information so clear. And she provided us with some vital information for pregnant women. Francesca answered a lot of your questions and we're delighted to be in partnership with MVEC so we can bring you more information, including FAQs, fact sheets, and another podcast with Associate Professor Nigel Crawford. I do hope you can join me. For more FAQs and links to the government's shared decision-making guide for women who are pregnant, breastfeeding or planning pregnancy, go to genehales.org.au. For up-to-date immunisation information for healthcare professionals, parents and the public, visit the Melbourne Vaccine Education Centre or MVEC at mvec.mcri.edu.au.